Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here on a Wednesday, and I hope you're doing well, of course. It's been a little while since I'm still trying. I'm still trying to get it back into the game groove after doing doing a stage show, and so I it also I took a week off to also to recharge my batteries. Pretty much, it's kind of running out of things to talk about, and I don't know if it's any better now. But at least I got a little rest and I can think, which is always nice. <laughs> what I've been thinking, what I was been doing is I got a whole bunch of old movies and i've been looking at the not so stellar movies like b movies and grindhouse stuff i got some collections of horror here and some cult b movie stuff and i also got some spaghetti westerns because to me for some reason the western genre is rich with ideas for D&D, or any other fantasy, or role-playing games, you know, in general. I don't know why, but they just are. I've used many a trope from a Western, anywhere from John Wayne down to Clint Eastwood, to use in my games. And I'm concentrating on spaghetti Westerns right now, because they are kind of the most whacked out type i'm not talking about like deadlands or so you know the weird west type of thing i'm talking about running a if you want if you want to do or if you want ideas for a D game look at some of these some plot some of the plots are good and just the plots and the devices and things and i've been thinking a long time about running a western I tried in the past, and it never went over. I tried Western Hero. It didn't work. Deadlands, I played a couple of games. Mm, not really. I love Sav- my, I love me some Savage Worlds, but you know, Deadlands, I just couldn't get into. And I've got this one here, and there's several things out there, like Aces and Eights and other games like that. And, of course, the old standby, Boot Hill from TSR, which to me is more of a tactical game. Well, you know... Folks, you know that I'm pretty much a proponent of Frog God, all things Frog God games and Swords and, and Wizardry, Swords and Wizardry in particular. And I notice people like to take Swords and Wizardry, mostly white box, and adapt them to different genres. I've talked about the things that, like, Night Owl Workshop does, and things like that, and different campaigns and other things with genres. They've done pirates. They've done supers with it. They've done Indiana Jones type stuff. Uh, they've done Starship Trooper type stuff. They've done John Carter, a Mars type stuff. But and people are still adapting it. But I also do demos for Swords and Wizardry Light, which is their cut down four page role playing fantasy role playing system for, uh, based on Swords and Wizardry, and they re- reduce it. My friend Eric Tinkar and Zach Gal. Glazer and th- those are the two people behind it. It's a free system, four pages. In case you don't know about it, they reduce everything down to a D twenty and D sixes. D twenty to hit, D six, everything else is D sixes. Hit points, you name it. And knowing it's uh, Swords and Wizardry, it's really easier to build on that 
They also came out with another booklet, which is about 14 pages, I think, called Swords and Wizardry Continual Light, which brings Swords and Wizardry Light up to level 7, and some optional rules, a few more monsters, things like that. I really like it. So somebody took Swords and Wizardry Continual Light and made a Western game out of it called Six Shooters and Wagons. And this is the, the group, the Halls of Nephilim. This was written by Justin Isaac based on Swords and Wizardry Continual Light. And I love doing seeing new genres based on a system I know very well. And he does a really good job to do... It's a basic Western game. Any, you know, any kind of Western. And you can find it at DriveThruRPG. And it's pay what you want. So, you know, throw them a few bucks and get it for you. It's, a, it's about 14 pages PDF. I printed it out. And I was looking through it today. And it's got the basic four classes. You know, it breaks down to three or four classes usually. You've got the gunslinger, the scout, the soldier, and the swindler. And it gives you starting gear and things like that and levels. It goes up to level 7. You can go up to level 7 in this game. It also gives you some optional classes like Dead Eyes, Moonshiners, Scrappers, and Vigilantes. And these are all based on the four base classes, only with... It's got a few other bells and whistles. And the way they do level advancement here is per game. So if you're a first level character and you do two adventures, you go up to second level. You do three adventures, you do third level. Well, the optional rules, the optional classes, you have to get a, you have to do a few more to it's a little harder to advance and just takes a little longer. And they've got perks and things like that. In fact, they've got a way to extend it beyond seventh level like continual life. You've got good a good uh, system for powder weapons, ranged weapons, because you're dealing with the old west here. And it talks about how to run it. It's basically six stats, and you're running it with uh, trying to hit the armor class. And the armor class goes either up or down. You you decide, just like the regular Swords and Wizardry ga games. That's something that's always consistent in these games, which is uh, one thing I really, really like. And I believe the save is the same. One save for everything and you have that and that goes down as you get a higher level but anyway i'm looking at six shoes and wagons and i'm looking through it and i'm going okay how would i make it into a spaghetti western i want to make it grimmer grittier and just more outrageous there's i've been watching these spaghetti westerns i see things in there that are just like you know wackadoodle that's all i can say so you have, what have we here? Let's take the gunslinger, for instance. He has some special abilities. Quick draw. Backup, which is a, uh, which is a backup weapon. It's also got the skill two-gun kid at third level. The gunfighter learns to fire two pistols a turn. And he starts with two pistols and two holdouts. So I would, let's see, what I would do would be take the gunslinger and probably, see it says backups at second and fourth level, they could choose another weapon to use without penalty. So it doesn't say it, but it kind of suggests that you're doing a second, you're doing a second one as a penalty. I would waive that in a spaghetti western. 
because for all, all the gunslingers I've seen, they shoot just as well with either hand. And I could always add minuses if there's extenuating circumstances or pluses or what or whatever. Gunslingers, they have a thing in here where you go, you get a minus five penalty if you're using a weapon that your class is not familiar with, which I'm, I don't think I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy into that. A character could try to use any weapon. However, it's not a weapon that's associated with the class to take a five, minus five penalty on the tax. No, sorry. Won't fly with me. Let's see, what else could we do? I could, you know, I could take some of the optional classes, like make a Deadeye a, a regular class. You can have these characters who are like super gunfighters, like a Clint Eastwood or a Lee Van Cleef or something like that. Or just substitute that for a gunslinger, and they're all like that. And, you know, there's all sorts of different types you can use for these. I mean, you've got, like, the, let's see, the Swindler, which is pretty much, you know, the card shark, the the guy who's trying to pull a heist or pull a, you know, some kind of con job or whatever. The first thing I think of is, you know, card sharks. Um, they have, they can climb clubs, walls and cliffs without tools and ropes. They have a one in three chance on a D6. They're the equivalent of the thief, but at the same time, they're a lot more colorful. I would, I would give them something little special with that but i'm also seeing the swindler as something like tuco from the good the bad and the ugly just a little runt who who just knows how to work the system or game the system just enough to make some some money or things like that he could be a dead shot i'd i'd add a few there's there's a few there's a few there's a few special abilities in here i'd like to to switch around or something like that, or even go with the character and say, "Okay, you want to play this, but you want that." Okay, we'll 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 compromise on that. I'm good on that. And and things like changing, not really changing the combat, but try and make it a little deadlier. I don't um, things like maybe not having as much armor class or such, and death. Death usually I like to go into negatives. And it says here when the hit points reach zero, the target dies. I know a lot of people say, oh, it's negative your your constitution or something like that or something, negative 10 or whatever. I'd make it like something like, I like to go to negative, so I'd make it like negative two or negative three. That way, if they're not going to survive, they get one last, either like maybe take a shot at a guy and die or, you know, you get there and he's, oh, the, the, the gold. The gold is buried in the in the in the creek. Ugh, that kind of thing. So, I think I'm going to have fun trying to convert that into a spaghetti western. I got to watch some more spaghetti westerns to get get more ideas. Anyway, I've talked long enough, so I'm going to go start my day. And I hope you folks have a good day. And you know, I'm going to be busy, but oh, well, that's the way the mop flops. So if you want to talk more about this, you can drop me an email at oldmangrogner@gmail.com, or you can send me a voicemail here on Anchor. And we are monetized. As little as, as, little as 99 cents a month can help me keep this program going. Maybe put a, put, a little, put a little production value in this. Who knows? But I thank you. And until we see each other again, keep the dice warm. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com 
We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Keep